Hello and welcome to this installment of Wednesday Wanderings. Originally posted short midweek YouTube videos, these mini episodes are my ramblings on philosophy, business and professional practice as both a bushcraft instructor and a forest school leader. Join me now as we explore life as a woodland leader. So I've recently had a conversation with a trainee forest school leader. I was talking about um, the audiences she'd have or who she'd work with once she was qualified. And in my mind there are four key markets within forest school. So we're talking about forest school at a level three, uh, level three level. So we're not talking about people who then have the ability to train the trainers, as it were, or train the staff. We're talking about straight just delivering forest school rather than delivering forest school training. So four core markets. So first and probably most prolific is the school market. So that's either delivering in-house for a school or coming in as a freelance instructor and delivering sessions for a school. Now, there are disadvantages and advantages to all of these. For schools, the pay is pretty decent. It's relatively regular. You do have a few breaks for summer holidays and stuff, but it's not too bad. You can, you can charge a decent amount. Problem is, you will probably end up making um, sacrifices and compromises along the way. You won't be able to deliver for a school exactly as you like, most of, more often than not. You'll either have more children than you, you expect, like you'd be expected to take out a full class for a school with just, say, two other people, and that just wouldn't be the ratios. Ratios just wouldn't be right to do anything meaningful. Or you might be asked to curriculum link, or any number of other bureaucratic things. And that's a good reason why I don't have anything to do with schools at the moment. Yeah, I got tired of that. So, advantages, steady work, good money. Um, you can often get them to pay for equipment and so on. So, startup costs are relatively low. Uh, they all sometimes also have their own insurance. So that's another cost that you don't need to worry about. There are a number of advantages, but the disadvantages are clear. It's a bit of a bureaucratic nightmare, and sometimes you just have to deal with hyped up school children. But I firmly believe that this is where Forest School has the greatest opportunity to deliver change. It's within the school system. Forest School really is the antidote to the school system as it is. It's it delivers child-centered learning, it encourages children to move about and play and, and develop curiosity and also focus on practical skills. All the things that school doesn't normally support. Yeah, fantastic. Primary schools. You likely won't get into very many secondary schools and it'll generally be the younger children. So that's the first market. Then second one is toddler groups. So the really young children, the preschool age, kindergarten age, 
that you can actually develop a good private forest school catering for those um, that age range. So you typically be working with very young children. And it's great because outdoor play, parents usually get it, parents are eager to find something to do, session. It's pretty decent. There are you know, opportunities you can set out on your own and be your own boss. You just need a venue and chances are there's a big enough segment of the population to be able to earn a living. The main disadvantages are you have fluctuations in income, often unless you have already built a good customer base. And it's also hard to charge particularly much because you're basically competing with every other uh, early years um, provision out there. And there's a lot out there from soft play to, um, to crashes to all sorts. So you're competing a bit for that, and you are going to be working with very young children. Uh, so if your thing is tools and fires and everything else, probably not your market. And I'll say, it's not exactly mine. There's people who love it, and more power to them. It's fantastic. As I said, you get to be your own boss. You get to develop things you want to. So, it's definitely a good way to get started, and probably one of the best ways to get started as a private or freelance forest school business. As I said, it's a pretty good segment of the population. It's when, as soon as children disappear into schools, that you, at that age, that you start um, struggling to recruit because they're away at school most of the week. So, which leads us into the third market, which is home educated families, as the one that I work with most of the time. So, the advantages they are generally quite happy to come out during the week. And as they are five weekdays and only two weekends, I'd rather work during those weekdays and then have the weekends off when everyone else is off and I can go and be social and have time with my family. Yes, it's quite nice. Yep, homemade families are lovely. They, the children are generally a bit more of a handful, but in a good way. They're independent, free-thinking, and... For people who are from a teaching background, that may come as a bit of a surprise, maybe a struggle to deal with. But I think it's what they're learning is quite valuable, and that independent free thinking is what we really want for our, for our children. So, yeah, fantastic. The other big drawback is income will fluctuate up and down because you are focusing on a smaller market. First of all, you homemade families, while they while it's a growing market and there are more homemade families out there than ever before, it is still a very small subset of the population. And you're going to make it even smaller by concentrating on homemade families that would like to have outdoor activities for their children. 
Most homemade families are quite happy to just take their children out into the woods and they play with the yachts. So you need to be able to offer something more than just playing in the woods. And I know as forest school leaders, you can. And that's, that's what we're trained to do. Is we're trained to be more than just um, play instructors. We're there to develop. But yeah, you will need to show that you are providing more value and they'll fluctuate. They go away on holiday at odd times in the year. And it's, it's, it can be a challenging group to work with. But I love it. I was home educator as a child, so fantastic. Love working with them. Absolutely beautiful families. Some of the nicest people I've ever met. And I really enjoy working with them. As I said, there are advantages and drawbacks to either. Which brings us up to fourth group. Now that is families during the weekends. So, as I just said, with home educated families, they're quite happy to come out during the week. And if you want to work during the week, unless you're go, going to target those specific times during school holidays at work, you're yourself, <laughs> run yourself ragged, running full-on sessions every time uh, school holidays come around, you're going to be limited by the number of children you can have in a session during the week. Unless you focus on those families and you give up a bit of your weekend and run forest school se- family forest school sessions or drop-off sessions during the weekends, which is definitely doable, but it does require that, that sacrifice. And of course, you then only have two days a week to make an income. And I mean, it's great if you're doing it as a kind of side hustle or alongside. I know a forest school leader who makes a very decent income doing forest school birthday parties, and there's definitely a market for that. And you can charge pretty well. But you've got to decide whether it's worth giving up the weekends. If you create a side hustle to then transition from your main job as you build your custom base and building your skills, yeah, it's pretty good. If you're willing to work hard and make sacrifices now, chances are it will pay off further down the road. So there we go. Four key markets. You have your school children and your schools. You have toddler groups in early years, have home ed, and you have family weekend groups. Now there are other sub-segments of, the, of all of those. You could argue there's several more. You could talk about uh, special needs children. Um, you could talk about uh, running forest school sessions for adults or well-being and therapy, but just straight forest school, four main audiences, four main markets. So you've really got to decide, I think, which one is your main audience and which one you're trying to cater your message towards. Because your marketing's got to align. It's got to sit right. You've got to be focused with marketing. You've got to decide your segment, your ideal customer, and then market towards that to be really successful. Yeah, I hope that's proven a little helpful. Let me know if you have any more thoughts on that or other markets that are yet untapped. 
Otherwise, I have rambled on for long enough now. So, thank you so much for listening and watching. Remember, make the most of every day. See you next time.